Oh god. What the fuck is happening right here? Oh, this is the best day of my life. I'm going down the mountain. Google. Dummy Fish on, welcome to the Chumming Up. Uh, today with me, because uh, he won't leave, we've got Lee Mitchell. Say good day, mate. Good day, mate. No, it's good to be here again, Squirrel. All right, that's enough of you, because uh, we got our special guests on today, uh, the king and queen of Xmouth Game Fishing, <laughs> Lee and Hayley Freestone. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Squirrelly. Cheers for having good us. Yeah, what's been going on? Uh Apart from all the work, but yeah, if bites just heated up. Um, yeah, plenty of fish getting caught, so be good to get out there. But we haven't haven't done much in recent times. We're that busy with work. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've seen a few uh, you posts when you've been on with Eddie. Yeah, yeah, we, we're getting out weekend warrior stuff, but yeah, yeah, not not the full dedication that we're used to. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that bloody of, work. Yeah, work's <laughs> getting in the way a little bit, but um, nah, bites heated right up. Um, last couple of weeks and um. Yeah, obviously got the heavy tackle tournament starting on Friday. So for once, it looks like the stars are lined up, plenty of fish, and um, yeah, weather's looking good as well for once. So, Yep. And you're both involved in organising the heavy tackle this year, is that right? Yeah, yep, yeah. So we, we're both running it. Yeah. Lee likes to think he is, but he hasn't really done anything this <laughs> oh, year. Yeah. Hayley, say the, the email came from Haley that I got. Haley does most of the hands-on work, but I'm I'm the brains behind it. <laughs> I um yeah, I just delegate these days, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm at that level, so yeah. <laughs> You're at that level. Yeah. Feel our work. No, fair enough. Um, yeah, it does does look pretty promising. I mean, you got to be happy with that. Was it? Uh, were you guys involved in the decision to move it? It had been January. Yeah. Now it's back to December. Is that just on how many fish are, have been caught, or? Yeah, well, um, obviously we run it. The it started in December, um, few, all them years ago when we first set the comp up, and um, and then yeah, we had some really bad years of weather. Like December's always consistent fishing, but there was a lot of lost days, and yeah, I think yep. one comp we lost two days, didn't we? Yeah, and I think it was it's sort of a week or two before Chrissy, so we lost a lot of people. That already had families booked, like family holidays and that Yeah, book, it was so. sort of dying off a little bit. So we yeah. thought we'd, we'd give it a change to Jan. January or always good fishing as well. Um, but, yeah, it just it just didn't happen. Um, we had three years of very tough fishing. Um, yeah, weather wasn't the best as well. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and watching numbers drop off a little bit and, you know, a few people whinging and that and, yeah, a bit of feedback. So, yeah, we just thought, yeah, it was time to um, swing it back. So Yeah, okay. So – there were people whinging involved oh, in game fishing. That sounds strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just got a bit of ne- negative feedback, mate. Um, yeah, just you could tell people, you know, they, they lot of, spend a lot of money and a lot of effort travelling down from Crafter and that, and, you know, you want to see everyone catching a fish. So, you know, guys coming down and doing three donuts in a, in a row, like, you know, even you got the guru here and he, he rolled, I think, nine nine donuts, you know, over his three comps. Um, yeah, since I got moved to um, Australia Day, I haven't raised a fish, haven't even seen one. Yeah. But then it's even worse this year because we've had flat weather for the pre-fish, so all these bloody Carthians are down here actually catching something. It's, I don't know what's worse, really. What, having Carafa people in town or just not catching fish? Oh, just watching them catch something, you know. <laughs> Especially when, you're, when you got to work and they're bloody, oh, mate, you got it that good down here. Look, we're just catching this. Like, piss off. Yeah. Get out of our country. <laughs> they got it They got it wide now. They they watch for the Facebook reports and 
yeah, they don't like doing the hard yards and <laughs> yeah, and then a big convoy comes down as soon as a few posts go up and um, yeah, they're all fucking here. Yeah, smart way to do it, I guess. Yeah, hey. the smart ones, but you get someone like Boozer, he knows how to get into your heart. He comes down with a bucket of KFC and you see everyone <laughs> walking around with a drumstick for a week. He's the most welcome bloke in town. Yeah. So uh, how are the numbers looking for the comp? Are they so, up or? Yeah, as of this morning, officially entered, we've got 22 boats and 76 anglers. And that's pretty good considering most people usually enter on briefing night. So yeah, so you, um, you'd expect a few few yeah, more to come there, in. There's always the the Lee Mitchells that it, you know enter on the night. Yeah, you got got to enter on the night. Well, when you got a crew like mine, it's hard enough getting a cent off of them. So you've got to let them pay their own way to start with. Yeah. No, but, I reckon I reckon we should get another five or so boats tomorrow. Um, yeah, the, the comps never reached thirty boats. It's sort of been our goal number. So what what's the highest? I think 27's the highest we've had. Uh, we had one year where we were looking like getting 30, but the weather turned turned to shit. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Yeah, the last minute people sort of pulled out. So, um, yeah, something to aim for anyway. And I think if we get real good fishing this year, which it's shaping up to be, the, the comp's just going to keep growing. Yeah, well, uh, I think uh, living here in Exmouth, like it's probably the one comp, you know, just having something in the summertime that probably the town needs to – push more because i mean we, we got a lot of festivals during you know whale shark season yep. and stuff like that but getting people to town here then is pointless because we're yep. already full that's right yep. whereas uh I, I think something like this where it's well it's world-class fishing yep in, in a comp surely uh most of the town's got to back it yep e- except for the ones who you know I'm going to back it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. Um, yeah, and that was always, you know, part of the goal too, you know, was, yeah, to bring bring people into town and that. And, um, yeah, definitely everyone that's in game fishing has got money, you know, so they'll all stay at a hotel, they'll all eat at a pub. Um, so, yeah, that that's another positive that the comp brings. Yeah. I, th- I think also um, this comp in particular, especially now it's back in December and I think I can speak for me and Squirrely in particular, um, I would like to believe, and from what I've seen, is once you fish it, you will always want to fish it because it is that good. It's got the fish. It's got everything you're looking for, you know. Buy a catch of 80, 90 kilo yellowfin tuna. And me and Squirrelly fished it all the years ago when it was last in December, and I hadn't really done any blue marlin fishing before that. And the tournament itself, and at the time they had um, another cash prize thing going for the largest blue marlin wade in town over 500 pound and it got me into it and now I'm obsessed and I'm like the other guys that want to fish it and I think this tournament in particular if you're ever thinking about coming to fish one this is the one come and have a go everyone down the club will want to help you and help you catch more it's not it's no bickering nothing and you will be hooked you'll be back I guarantee you'll be back next year to fish it if you fish it this year Is is that good is that promo just so we get free entry into this comp? Or? <laughs> well, we, haven't, we haven't signed up yet. So. <laughs> yeah, like, Lee hit it on the head just then, you know. He's like bycatch, you know, 80, 90 kilo yellowfin. Like that, they're world-class fish. You know, every – I think even though the marlin fishing's been a little bit quiet the last couple of years, there's still been 80 kilo plus yellowfin caught, which depending on line class, they're up around, you know, record size, you know, line class records. Um you know, and that's been caught every year, you know. So 
that's world class fishing in itself. And you know, and Lee's calling them bycatch. So yeah. that, that, that's how lucky we are to have the fishery that we've got. You know, so to be able to line up the comp to have good blue marlin fishing and big yellowfin fishing, um, there's not many places in the world, and you can do it in a trailer boat. You know, like a five meter tinny can go out and and do it. Um, there's a couple of six metre boats entered in the comp this weekend. Yeah, so. so you know, there's not many places in the world that that can do that, let alone Australia. So yeah, um, um, just, just for people that that don't know, uh, the the special rules in in the comp about fishing uh, outside of 500 metres and uh, the points given to each marlin. Yep, just so, run us through that. So yeah, you, you'd probably want to touch up on the rules yourself. Then, <laughs> yeah. actually, mate. Um, you can fish outside 500. It's actually if you 250 like. metres. Ah, okay. Um, I, I, I just look at him. He tells me what to do. Yeah. Uh, so 250 metres uh, outside of that. Um, heavy tackle only. So 37 and 60. Um, no sailfish. So obviously we put those rules in place right from the very start because. It's we want people fishing for big fish, you know, big blue marlin, big black marlin. If you catch a striped marlin, they're a cool fish. You're still going to get some points, but we don't want we don't want to turn you into a little fish comp. We've already got Gamex, you know, that's a world class comp for little fish. Um, so that rule was put in place for that reason. You know, we you know you can get blue marlin inside that, but it's to just have everyone doing the right thing with the right mindset. Okay, we're fishing for blue marlin. Yeah, we're, not we're, we're fucking, chasing big fish. Yeah, we're not listen, we're not fishing for little ones. So that's why those rules were put into place. Yep. Yep. Now that's cool as. Um, uh, I mean, since I've known you especially, Lee, uh, you, you've focused more and more on uh, the blue marlin fishing and stuff like that. Uh, is that – what you got into as soon as you got here or is it just kind of progressed from game no, fishing oh, to it wasn't it was one of the main reasons i moved here but it was it was just a bit of a pipe dream at the start like uh, i think it'd been here 10 years now i've done a trip a few years before that and um yeah met eddie eddie was just a grommet he was working in the shop at the time he didn't have a contender or a black watch or anything like that um and we done a heap of sport fishing and that and then stayed good friends and then a few years passed and he just started peak sport fishing, got his contender on the on the water and he'd start talking about these blue marlin that he was hooking. Um, and he at that stage, he hadn't put his name on the map. You know, he was more GT fishing, that sort of thing. And um, he didn't even have a set of 80s. And he's, he hooked a couple of blue marlin. He fought one in Gamex. It was the first Gamex he fished. I think he fought it for 11 hours on, on 24 with light gauge hooks. <laughs> yeah. And... That shit to me was just mythical, you know. Like I remember just sitting there fucking dreaming about blue marlin after him telling me that story, you know. And um, I remember he, he thought for eleven hours. He said it jumped in front of the full moon, like right at the boat. And yeah, it was like I had to shiver up my spine. I've got to shiver up my spine now, talk, thinking about it. And then that just basically, yeah, lit the fire in the belly. I'm like, I've got to see these fucking blue marlin. So and Ed's always into me. Yeah, we've got to fucking work this shit out, you know. So a job opportunity popped up, and I'm like, well, you got a, a room for me, mate. He goes, yeah, you got 12 months, you can stay with me. I'm like, job's 12 months, perfect. So <laughs> as part of the rental deal, I, I bought him a full set of 80s, um, <laughs> custom Ian Miller's on, on 80 reels, and, and that was me rent for the year. And, um, yeah, every day off we went and, and fished for these blue marlin, and, yeah, ever since then we've just been, been hooked and, yeah, a lot of good memories, um, yeah, with the team. And then, yeah, luckily now Haley's 
probably more hooked than me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we don't have to spend any wasted time shopping or doing any bullshit holidays or anything. <laughs> we just go fishing. I just wake up on a Saturday and I know she wants to go fucking blue marlin fishing. So some days I don't want to go, but she drags me out there. Um, but, no, nah, it's, it's pretty much controls both our yeah. lives. Um, definitely the most important thing is what we live for and there's not, a, not many nights I go to bed without thinking about blue marlin. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's that's about it in a nutshell, mate. Yeah. Um, you, you were obviously talking about uh, Eddie Lawler um, from Peak Sport Fishing. Yep. Um, you guys have both uh, had involvement in records with him and uh, was you've got the Australian female – 60-kilo record. 60-kilo record for Blue Marlin. Yep. Was that with Eddie or was that on your own boat? Yeah, that was with Ed last season, so um, early season last year, end of September. Um, yeah, we, we'd sort of chatted during the winter that year and just thought, you know, that 60-kilo record, female record's really doable. Um, and the boys, yeah, said they'd dedicate, you know, their days off last season to, to trying to fish it and, and find the right fish for me and – yeah, it happened in probably the first couple of days we fished last season. So, um, yeah, after that, I don't know what the next goal is. Another grander, hopefully. Yeah. I, rem- I remember going to watch that fish of yours get weighed and it was unbelievable. It was awesome when it strung up on the scales. It was an absolute monster. And one, one key memory I have from that afternoon is standing there with about 25 other people looking at an iPhone all huddled together looking at an iPhone, a footage of Lee Gaffin, that fish, just getting <laughs> lifted off the ground and everyone's there and you or one of them are all looking over each other's shoulder just going, how good is this? You know? and, and if for anyone listening, if you get on, on Peak's page, I think it is, and, and have a look, the, the gaff footage of that fish is unbelievable. It is so oh. good. It is just some of the best footage you'll ever see. Yeah, old axe man, that's what we call Freestone. <laughs> so he uh, he gaffed his cousin's fish clay, which is the 60 kilo male Australian record, which was the grander. Yeah, and, so, um, so that was the first 1,000 pound blue caught in Australia as yep. well? Yep, that's correct. correct. Yep, that's uh, correct. Official, officially weighed, there's been a few few Muppets over the East Coast and, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, that. they'll all claim to be the first. But, um, yeah, that's the first officially weighed. Yeah, you know, you're not in the book. No, nah, <laughs> yeah. until it's weighed, till it's in the book, um, it hasn't fucking happened. So, yeah, yeah there it is. Fuck yeah. the banana benders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Lee gave himself the name uh, Axeman after axing Australia's first ground of blue. So uh, don't know how much axing actually did that day. It was... Wasn't that lively when she came up, but he made up for it on my fish, that's for sure. It was about seven minutes into the fight, jumping off the corner, and he just went for gold. Yeah, rightio. So were you guys engaged at that stage, or was that the clincher? No, no, no. No, we weren't. That wasn't the clincher. (laughs) Yeah, so no, that's another story anyway. Yeah, we'll stick to fishing at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, rightio. Um, So this year you've... Haven't been doing as much fishing, but is it? It's still just targeting for this comp this weekend. Is it? Do you lead up for sort yeah, of? Yeah. Oh, look, we yeah, it, probably weather, probably weather yeah. this year. Like we've had a horrible run of weather. Um, every weekend it's just been blowing its ass off. Um, obviously, yeah, you got commitments during the week and pretty much weekend warriors these days. And yeah, it's just the weather's been terrible, so we haven't done the days that we've, you know, been normally accustomed to doing. Yep. But, um, yeah. We, sh- we shot out Friday, Arvo. We, we sort of packed up shop, said we'd had enough, and 
yeah, went out with Ed for the Arvo on Friday and got a slam. So yeah, that's yeah, that. I, I see that. And the, Wasn't and the, no super slam, but nah, nah. <laughs> but the same thing. I hear Lee saying he hasn't been going out as much, but I think you might have been going out fishing as much as I've ever seen you go out this year, yeah. Haley. I'd you, <laughs> you would have an. I don't, you must have the most marlin under your belt of any female in Australia at the moment. I would say you've had a cracker of a year, and yeah. like you said, just topped off with an all marlin slam just the other day for an Arvo run. Like everything you're doing this year is t- turned into gold. Really, yeah. I'm speaking for myself. When I'm saying we have. I shouldn't say we haven't been fishing. <laughs> I haven't been fishing, but yeah, Haley's definitely been flying the flag. Um, all started in COVID when um, you know things got pretty quiet, and Ed cancelled a lot of bookings and. Um, but he still needed content, so him and Haley just teamed up for the whole season, and um, yeah, away they went. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not bad work if you can get it, I suppose. Yeah. That's it. Um, you you still do uh, a little bit of other fishing uh, when you get a chance, though. You you've done a few Monty's trips yeah. in the last few years. Yeah, mate, we, we like all sorts of fishing. Um, you know, mainly sport fishing. You know, throwing poppers, all that stuff. We're, we're in our fly fishing. Um, that's our sort of thing with with Ed this year, you know. On, on our days off, um, we've been throwing flies at him. Yep. Um, so yeah, that that's pretty cool. But yeah, we love our trips away, and yeah, we we can do everything. Yeah. Okay. So any any goals left, like that that you really focus on, like any any big things? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, that the fly fishing thing that was the pact we all sort of made this year was to. Um, to catch them on fly, um, that's me as a personal goal. And, you know, I don't get to get on the rod much, but, you know, as a personal thing, yeah, I'd like to catch a, a nice one on fly. Um, yeah, I was lucky enough for out there. It was probably three weeks ago and by nine o'clock, I'd, yeah, I hooked a 500-pounder on fly and won about 350. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, pulled the hooks on both of them. But without catching them, it was probably, apart from the big ones I've been involved in, but as an angler, it's it was probably the most exciting and the pinnacle without actually catching the fish. But, yeah, it was – it's – words can't describe it. You know, like it, blue marlin are awesome and switching them is awesome, but when you catch them on fly or get to hook one on fly, it, it's another thing again. Um, but got some pretty cool footage of it and it's up on Ed's page, you know. Um, if you want to have a look, um, yeah, it gets you pretty excited anyway. Yeah. So when you're fishing for them, Lee, just I'm not the full book on fly a little yep. bit. Um, I, what sort of tip are you running? Are you running the 10 or the 15? Um, there? Ed's Ed's a purist. Um, he's yep. been yeah butlerified and um, yeah follows the full IGFA rules. Um, so the twenty which, pound, which is a good thing, you know, because just for the history of the sport and it's a bit of a dying sport. You know, if people aren't going to do it and follow the IGFA rules, then it will die. So Ed will only throw twenty pound, um, yep. which is that's what you need for the world record. I think the world record blue marlin's about it's one twenty something. Yeah, so, kilos. Kilos, yeah. Yep. So it's doable because we get a lot of fish in that 120 to 150 bracket. So it's a perfect spot to do it. So we just said, righto, we'll go shot for shot. Um, Ed will throw the 20 pound. I've been throwing 30 pound, which is Australian tippet. Um, yep. I just want to catch one, you know. So I think I've got a better chance to catch one on 30 pound than 20 pound. Definitely, I'd yeah, say so. so. <laughs> um, like half again better, yeah. I'd say. Uh, ben Knight, he, he's actually got the Australian 30 pound record. Um, yep. And yeah, he he's famous for his statement of saying that he'll never be beaten. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit, of, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> of motiv- motivation there, Benno. Um, yeah, something to strive for. And uh, yeah, at the moment you're at the top of the tree, but yeah, we're coming <laughs> for you, mate. And and, and um, I think I remember that fish too. It's a one, 130 kilos or 131. Yeah, so, something, something around that, mate. Yeah. And so. uh, I, I 
the one thing I do love about fly fishing for billfish, I think my favourite thing is with the 20 pound and under, is you can't use flying gaffs. You have to use yeah. a fixed head gaff. <laughs> yep. And like, you, like you're saying, you know, that the fly fishing is just so much more enjoyable for you. I think myself I could really enjoy going out and just holding one of those fixed head gaffs yep. with a chance to get in. Probably get hurt doing it, but I think that's something <laughs> yep. I would yeah. love. Well, 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 that's the thing about the fly fishing. Like probably the angler's probably got the easiest job. Like it's a full team effort. You've got the teaserman. I reckon that's probably the most exciting job. Like to tease a blue marlin, you know, you've got the pole in your hand. You're trying to pull it off him. You know, you've – you got a pit bull that weighs 200 kilos, basically, that's that's trying to rip your arm off and rip the teaser out of your hand. And, you know, uh, you're shaking, waiting for it to come back for that next bite. Um, and then you've obviously got the angler and then you've got three guys there with a gaff, you know, licking their chops, waiting for their <laughs> turn. Um, I don't know if you've seen Ed's gaffs, but he's, he's custom-fixed gaffs. They've actually got a T-bar welded on the end of them. So you've got a stainless steel bar, about 200 mil, um, and that's the tucking under your armpit or somewhere else. But <laughs> all that means is broken ribs and dislocated <laughs> yeah. shoulders. And yeah, someone is going to get hurt. But, you know, we've got a good team and, yeah, it's about taking the fish on, you know. So, yeah, um, that's, that's yeah, part of the excitement. Bloody oath. Um, I, I think, I don't know, do you find that way with uh, just about all, like, blue marlin fishing anyway? The, like, I don't, I don't know, we always... When, whenever I talk about us catching fish, it's always we. Yep. Because, I don't know, coming from charter when you had people there catching the fish, they'd always think they did a really great job. Yep, yep. <laughs> and and it, I don't know, I, like it's important to have a good angler, yep. but it's probably more important to have a good skipper, good oh, person look, on the leader. Oh. 100%, mate. Like, you know, anyone that fishes – the skipper's the main man, um, yeah, followed by your number, you know, your first crewman, um, especially more so when you start switching and pitching, um, which, you know, Ed, Ed and Wes, like, they're like a well-oiled machine, you know, they yeah. they don't even really talk when there's a blue mile in the spread, like, I'll be carrying on like a fucking idiot, um, <laughs> like it's my first one that. I've seen, but <laughs> they're like a well-oiled machine and, and they know what each other's thinking and, and they just get the job done, you know, but it's, yeah, when, when you run a program like that and you you're teasing the fish, you're switching the fish, um, and they switch most of the fish for their punters and pass on the rod. Um, but, yeah, it's a full-team effort, mate, for sure. Yep. So just get up to go back on that, um, you'll have Wes switching your fish for you this weekend? Uh, no, nah, nah, definitely not, mate. So <laughs> Since you guys are fishing with them on the weekend? No, nah, we're, we're a full full um, skilled outfit, so everyone's got their job. Um, Hayley's actually, she switched a lot more fish than me. Um, I don't think you've actually ever switched to Blue Marlin, have you? Well, we won't say that. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to be, um, this is supposed to be, you know, an expert panel on here. Um, but no, I actually, I, I'll be honest, I haven't landed one on the switch. Um, obviously, I'm mainly driving the boat and then, yeah, happy to let you catch them. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and do my job with the axe. Um, All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you. You got anything else to add, Leewald? Ah, uh, no, nah, that's about it for me, I think. Ah, right. um, well, I'm looking forward to the comp. You guys, yeah, want to mate, can't wait. Yeah, pumped. Um, Someone yeah. needs to whack a big one. Whack a big one. Yeah, yeah. wedgie, yeah. X mouse G for it. Yeah, so um, that that's on this weekend. Hopefully, uh, we'll have some video and photos up. Uh, if you can send some through during the comp, or I'll take some. Uh, other than that, thanks for chumming up. No worries. Thanks for having us. Cheers, Catch you next time. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Thanks, girls.
Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Also, like us on Instagram and Facebook at Chumming Up. And I hope you get out and get amongst them. Cheers. I like going down the pond and chasing bluegills and gummy cocks.